0: Welcome to Bloom Today. We have a shocking show for you. We're going to be talking about what Satan intended for evil, God can use for good.
1: Hey everyone, so today we're talking about when Satan intends things for evil, but God wants them to be for good. So is there really hope if Satan seems to be winning?
0: Yeah. Sometimes it feels like completely overwhelming because Satan just seems to come in and take everything from you. I know in in my past, there have been times when I felt like everything was stripped from me. I didn't have any anywhere near the, uh, the amount of friends and family that I wanted to be around. Uh, specifically, at, at a certain point in my life when I moved to Tennessee, I was 850 miles away from all of my friends and family. And that was the time that uh, God chose. And and of course, the enemy came in there and um, influenced me to be drinking and driving. And I was uh, convicted for a DUI. And, and in that place, it felt like Satan was winning. He had isolated me. I had been um, now labeled was a criminal. I thought I was washed up. I had no hope of going forward, completely broken. What was there left for me? And in that that time period, it was sweet because God was able to come through. But for a long time there, I felt like there was no hope that Satan was actually winning in my life.
1: Yeah. And I wish I didn't know that feeling. Yeah. Um, too.
0: <laughs> Are been... you a little
1: familiar with that? Yes. Just a a tiny bit, bit, um, a few different times uh, in my life where I have felt like Satan had the upper hand, Mm. that he was actually winning in my life. And one of the more dramatic um, ways that that came through is maybe a little unusual. Mm -hmm. Um, I've talked before on the show about having been raped by a man in my church when I was five. Mm. What I had not talked about was the fact that he was actually working to be a warlock or a male witch um, in a satanic place, which in the United States, we talk about wow. that openly a lot less, but <laughs> A this lot less. That's not something less. that
0: comes up in casual conversation in the U.S.
1: No, but in Peru where I was born and where I was at the time, that was a much more normalized uh, culture, culture yeah. religious thing. People understood that you would go to the witch doctor to get help for Whatever it was, and
0: wow.
1: so I was kind of the the child sacrifice, the virgin, blonde haired, blue eyed. Yes, this is um, color <laughs> because you know when you got gray and white hair and you don't want to show it, you you know you color you it. You choose and, your own color, and I like black. It's a pretty color. <laughs> so, but I was a blonde haired, blue eyed, um, innocent five year old child, and I felt that when he raped me, that Satan now owned me. That that he had rights to me and i believed that lie up until i was 16. wow and i believed no one could ever truly love me Hmm. that god wouldn't be able to love or use me that i had now been tainted or or belonged um, to satan because he had had the ability to come into my life and steal my innocence in a
0: very dramatic way come into your life not just a passing passing by but actually coming into your life in, in a way that was spiritually um, invasive as well yes and
1: we had been trained you
0: know virginity
1: is is next to godliness and mm-hmm. and I didn't understand um, the difference between being a victim mm-hmm. of rape and it having been my choice. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter because I wow. saw myself as now being owned by. Mm-hmm. It, it says two shall become one. Sure. In a, a sexual connection, mm-hmm. and I, I believed that that gave Satan rights to
0: me. Wow. And that's that's a place where Satan really. It felt like he was winning. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, if you feel as if you were owned by him, then yes, I'm sure that that sounds like winning.
1: Mm-hmm. And children believe it's their fault. Children. Um, Make it all about their place in it. Sure. So I owned that reality, and it took time for me to start understanding that that wasn't the whole truth. Mm-hmm. Not just the changing from being a victim to not, or victim blaming, or a child's perspective, but the truth about the lies that Satan brought in to his ownership over my life and the sure. hopelessness that came with thinking
0: that. Sure. But you became free from that, you said. Oh, yeah. Later now, on. I'm not smiling like this <laughs> because <I still laughs> you won. feel like he's still winning. No. Yeah. Okay, no, good.
1: Absolutely not. And there are a few pieces that, that God brought in to show me how that wasn't true. And one of the first ones was that Satan is a liar and the father of lies. Mm, so anything he was telling me was going to be false and going to be lies. Anyway, yeah, because he didn't own me, ever. No, not ever. He wanted to lay claim on me, and he may have had a premonition that God had a calling on my life to do this—to show light into areas of darkness mm-hmm. and areas that are his territory or he thinks are his. Sure. But um, no, God had a plan. He always does. And Isn't that he amazing. <laughs> He changed that. And the funny thing is Satan only influences you moving forward if you're believing his lies. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I I completely agree with that. If we are if we're believing what he's telling us, then we can fall victim to what he wants to tell us. And we can go down that path rather than Mm -hmm. following the path that God has clearly laid out for us Um, in, gosh, in so many scriptures over and over again, uh, it's talking about Satan being the liar, of course, and that, and God, God has the truth. God has, he is the truth. He, and Jesus is the way, the truth and the life.
1: Oh, and God amazing. chases us in his truth. Um, and the funny thing is it says in John eight forty four that Satan lies. He's just speaking his native language mm-hmm. because he is a liar mm-hmm. and the father of lies.
0: Mm-hmm. He's incapable of, of telling the full truth. truth. Full and God's truth. truth, for sure. He tr- he certainly tries to take God's truth and twist it and warp it just enough. But he is incapable of speaking any other language. Essentially, he has to warp it outside of what God's will is. So even if I believed
1: that Satan had ownership rights to me for whatever reason, mm-hmm. there is still the fact that Jesus' death on the cross purchased me yes back. Amen. With His blood. Amen. It says in 1 Corinthians six twenty, Jesus bought us with a
0: price, the blood of Jesus Christ. And there's more scriptures that- Absolutely. Galatians three thirteen through 15, and Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. He redeemed us in order that by faith, by faith, we might receive the promise of the Spirit.
1: So that means I can go and say, um, hello, I have a purchase ticket and it says on it, a a claim check, a receipt, a, um, I have this and it shows in scripture that I am bought back out of sin, out of damage, out of any hold Satan might have on me Mm -hmm. for any means. And that, that cancels out any previous ownership any thought of any previous ownership, because now I'm owned by Christ and the the blood of Jesus, which redeems and covers and cleanses uh-huh. and takes all the damage and makes it whiter than snow, like dramatic change in that. And so I don't have to be the, I'm owned in darkness and I have to hide yeah. and I've got to be ashamed and I've got to feel um, like there's no hope yeah. for me in Christ, no, because because
0: that that ticket, that receipt that you have, <laughs> that's final. There's no returns yeah. on that. It, it, it does. There's no return to sender. It's not. You know, all sales are final. Everything must go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a, a purchase I want to be final. Yeah, absolutely.
0: absolutely. No takes backs. Takes takesies backsies. I don't know. <laughs>
1: that that is so cool because he also turns it into the concept of adoption yeah he makes it a legally binding agreement that we're now part of his family that we whether we think of ourselves as a slave well then we're a love slave to our lord he's mm-hmm. he's purchased us to be his or if we were a child with with no parents now we are adopted into his family yes that any way you look at it. It doesn't even matter how you see yourself, how you see yourself broken, how you see yourself as belonging to anybody else. It is still very, very clear that God says that we are no longer owned by sin. We are no longer under Satan's dominion or control, that his death on the cross and his resurrection changed the entire game Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that now we have hope and freedom and life.
2: Yeah.
0: In a, In a brand, brand new. new way. It's just. <laughs> when we sin, it gives Satan sort of access to us, mm-hmm. but he never actually owns us and he never is going to win. I've read the last page of the Bible. Really? Like many others. I know it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> we know the end of the battle no matter what it looks like today. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and God adopted us into his family. Romans eight seventeen says, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and co heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we might also share in his glory. Okay, now glory sounds hopeful. It sounds yes.
1: beautiful, it sounds powerful. Yes. It doesn't sound like Satan's winning uh-uh. if we're sharing in his Glory, Sorry.
0: that's like glory. But we're, we're sharing in his sufferings in order that we may also share with, in his glory. So it's not, it's not the end of the story. The suffering is not the end of the story. But there's a lot there's, of suffering. Absolutely, this is a broken world we live in. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it, it's the reality of, of where we have to be right now. But this isn't the end. No. This isn't the end. There, there is this glorious place. I think it's called heaven that we get into when we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It is heaven. I'm excited. And ex-
1: <laughs> we get a free pass to that through yes. His his blood. And that final sales receipt gets it. <laughs> well, and it gives a, a such life when we c- contrast it mm-hmm. to the unbelievable lengths of depravity and brokenness that Satan can
0: Oh, gosh, can yeah.
1: capture us in that he can do everything to devastate and destroy and break and hurt and mm-hmm. damage. But the fact is it he doesn't tries. matter what level that goes to. Nothing can separate us from God's love and nothing can cancel the purchase receipt that we're exactly. talking about. Exactly. exactly nothing cancels have that out.
0: please God. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, God. And if you wanna learn uh, more about this and delve a little bit deeper into this topic, we do have a coaching tool available on the website. You can go to bloomtodaytv.com. And when you enter in your email and download that coaching tool, you'll also be entered into a drawing uh, so that you can win a prize. And this week, uh, we actually are giving away the audio book of Bloom in the Dark. And this is brand new coming out. This is so exciting that Uh, We have made it available, this is a book of 30 true stories of women that have gone through uh, abuse, brokenness, and how God stepped in and helped them heal, and now it's on audio. And it's actually 30 voices of women who have their own stories of brokenness and abuse that are, are bringing their brokenness to light through these stories. So it is an incredible, incredible project that has just been amazing, that is so touching and coming to life. So I hope you'll check that out. That's awesome and exciting.
1: And these stories matter. One of the testimonials we've received is that I have so much guilt and shame for allowing things to happen for so many years in my life, even after I knew it was wrong. This book gives me hope that one day I'll be able to know and believe God's truths. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about today is how our stories and our testimonies can can give that hope because we have a receipt yes. for the audiobook if you win it or <laughs> For the kingdom Absolutely. of God, <laughs> when we accept Christ's sacrifice for mm-hmm. us um, mm-hmm. on the cross, and we have a an art story poem, poem that we get to,
0: yes, that we get to read. Do I get to read this one? Yes, I I will allow you. I Thank think, you. I think it's good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, this poem is called "Who Am I," and it speaks a little bit to this covered in dirt just a heap in the mud my soul suffocating under shame and guilt mocking pity still echoes between my ears as i fight to survive under the evil blows i'm resigned to this constant cycle of pain and abuse that shaped me from when i was so young i must deserve it because it's all i know until somebody lifts me out of the mess I'm in and carries me to a safe place. Mm -hmm. I don't belong. I've survived the brokenness for so long, I'm scared of losing the only identity I have. If you wash away the sin and shame, will there be anybody left inside of me? The mirror reflects only filth and sad eyes. You'll wash away the crusty grime of a lifetime and leave me cleansed and healed and whole. There might be nothing left of me after this, but even that would be more than who I am now. Please be gentle. As you wash me and scrub me, my wounds go deep into my battered soul. Embrace me, God, in your loving arms you ask me to let go of the bitterness and the anger as you peel off embarrassment and shame while wrapping me in your righteousness i'm scared to look at who i am now feeling strange wonderful peace and joy in your loving eyes i see mirrored a beautiful treasured princess worthy and whole and free and loved. I want to be her. I say, deep down in my heart. You whisper, "My daughter, you already are."
0: Hmm Mmm. that's good. That's good. You know, I know someone who can relate to a lot of, of the things in that poem. You do.: I do and she's here today, and I'm so excited to to be able to introduce her and bring her on. Her name is Hope Beryl Green, and she is someone who has endured just unbelievable things, but she has come out so healed and loved by the Father. Help me introduce, Hope. Yay! Yay. Yeah, why don't you give her a hand, Jenny, and I'll get her a chair. a hand. This one's for you, babe. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, thank you so much for coming on. It's
2: great to be here.
0: Yes, so you have this incredible story, Hope, that is for so many people, especially we were talking about in the U.S., so unbelievable that how could it ever happen here? So tell us about uh, the abuse that started from when you were an infant. Absolutely. Um, well, I was
2: actually born into sex trafficking um, and also satanic ritual abuse. and. Um, You know, uh, people unfortunately have the misconception that that's just overseas, Uh, but unfortunately it could be as close as next door. Mm -hmm. Um, I lived in Kentucky. Um, Like I said, I was born into it. Um, I was sold on a daily basis from the time I can remember. Uh, the people that, that were selling me every day were actually teachers within the school system. Yeah. Um, they would take me to church and they had a network in the church that they would actually sell me pe- to, to people. This is incredible.
0: that that this is happening amongst the you know the suburbs of of happy healthy families
2: yeah i mean it it's sad to say but it's not just on the streets that trafficking is happening yeah Um, it's it's in tennessee you know i was trafficked um, in nashville downtown nashville i was trafficked in a college in murfreesboro I, i mean i've been trafficked in areas around here um, and you know throughout Kentucky I mean I was taken you know wow. to lots of different places and um, it's sad to say but it's true it happens every single day um, you know another twist to it unfortunately for me was they were involved in satanic ritual abuse as well and so not only did I not have anybody I could trust as far as you know, physically and human, I, I couldn't trust God. I mean, they told me that God had me there, that, you know, it was His will that that, that happened to me. Um, and, you know, they would dress up uh, and pretend like they were Jesus and do horrible things to me. So in my mind, if God wow. can do these things to me, um, then I must be this evil, horrible per- person. I mean, there must be something about me. And that's right. what they made it about in this Really, any type of slavery is always about controlling the mind. Mm -hmm. Um, They tell me when I went to the bathroom, they tell me when I got to eat, they tell me every move that I made. So it's very very hard for people to understand that it's not just about, I'm going to decide one day, I'm going to get up and I'm going to leave. I thought I deserved it, I mean that's what I grew up with, that's what I my whole life I had endured, wow, and right. so it's normalized. I, yeah, for your you. mind—you just think this is what everybody does. This is what everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know there was anything different. So, you know, it, I never even had a thought that that I could get free ever. Yeah, and that—that's the sad part about slavery.
1: Wow. And now you actually, since God got you out, you're actually working to help other people.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I am in the process of writing a book, Um, yes, 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 it's been a long time coming. Um, It's called To Tell the Truth. It goes, I will not sugarcoat it in any way, shape or form. It goes very deep, uh, just very bare, raw, what happened to me. Um, I don't think we need to focus on the things that we endured, sure. but I think we need to go there and let Jesus redeem those places, Absolutely. and once we do that, we can move on. Um, unfortunately, until Jesus brings that healing power, it's like you are living in the past, Right. and so that's really what I've been in the last 12, 13 years, it's been day to day, just really going to the Lord, sometimes screaming and yelling and Mm -hmm. just crying and saying, I need you. Like memories flooding back, and you know, um, body memories, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things coming back, and having the Lord say, this is where I was, um, you know, speaking truth to all those lies, you know, that that I was a demon or that I was, mm-hmm. you know, hated and that he hated me, yeah. and just flooding in with with his truth. And it has to be that has to
1: happen. Wow. How old were you when when God got you out of that that whole mess?
2: Well, it's very hard for people to believe, but I wasn't. It wasn't until I was thirty years old. I understand. that. And my uh, biggest thing is that say something do something even if you have the most glimmer of thought that this person is going through something speak to them and say are you okay i had no one um, in all those years no one said to me um are you okay i was very suicidal but my parents looked perfect. They went mm. to church. They were in the school. They were very respected. So never, nobody ever questioned right. anything. Right. And um, I think part of us beating this is each of us taking a moment and saying, there's something off. Kind of go with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. There's something yeah. off there. I need to, right. to ask them or I need to make a phone call or I need to donate to help to right. set the captive free, mm-hmm. um, and my biggest thing for me, uh, there was a lot of anger towards God. Right? Like, why? Sure. Why would you take thirty? You know, allow thirty years of my life to be taken? You know, and He said, "Hope." I sent thousands of people to help you, but the this Christian couple that helped me was the first people that
1: said yes. That actually followed through. Yes. Wow. And so was prompting yes people so along the important.
2: way. I mean, our yes is so important that you never know whose lives you can change. I'm just doing what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just that yes is so
0: important. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. And you're taking it to the next level now by being incredibly brave and writing it down. Yes. Not just speaking. And and you are, you are speaking. And um, I think there is uh, one specific group that you're working with, Last Call for Grace, Yes. can you tell us a little bit about them?
2: Yes, they are actually dealing very directly with um, sex trafficking survivors and Mm -hmm. really getting to the root of their problem, they're they're Christians and they are um, going where most people don't want to go and seeing what. Needs to be seen and just really getting in the trenches with them, mm. um, them as well as in slavery, Tennessee. Um, dairy is amazing. They uh, have grown and amazing. Uh, just you know that people people have to start seeing that this is reality. Mm-hmm. And the church first needs to be a place where people can say, "Hey, this is what's going on," you know. Mm. I mean, we, each of us have a voice within us. I mean, just like God for me, when I was five years old and I had been taken and put in a, a room for like weeks at a time without food and that water so I would survive. Oh and when gosh. I came out, I saw a small little yellow flower. And in that moment, I promise you that the Lord showed me that there was some way out of what I was going. You know, there was a good God. There was somebody that could reach down in there and just pull me out. And so mm-hmm. you never know. It says if we don't cry out, the rocks are gonna cry yeah. out. So that flower cried out for me because nobody else did. So um, wow. even
0: our small is big in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment for you where you really felt like, okay, I'm blooming now. I'm finally on my way to healing. Absolutely. Um, well, I just got married a couple of years ago. Congratulations! That, that would happen.
2: Um, thank God. He he is a is a gift from God. He's given me the opportunity, you know, to take the time and to really be able to write my book and to really focus on. I have a vision of millions of people coming out of slavery, Mm -hmm. and I have a vision that you know each of us are going to stand up and just say no more. You know we did Mm -hmm. it once; Um, there's still slavery today, Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's possible. And with God, anything is
0: possible. So that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Amen. I mean, you are a testament to that. Your story is a testament to anything is possible. Thank you so much. And
1: nowadays, it's harder to see the slavery in some cases because it's not about a color. It's not about a specific race It's not about a specific. the, the trafficking affects everybody, all absolutely. different colors, all different ages, all different backgrounds and absolutely
2: everybody is um, you know there's nobody that's immune mm-hmm. to it. Unfortunately, you know all, uh, mine was from birth. Um, I've never had a mm-hmm. choice and but now it with the internet and social media, you know it's all about deception and everything in the dark. We have to get in the schools and let um, these kids know, um, uh, boys and girls, that they deserve so much better. Um, If I wish that somebody had said to me um, when I was growing up, I wish somebody had had something like that and said, "This is not normal," because maybe I would have started to think. But I just thought everybody was living that. What lived through what I mean that's what they tell right. me. Well, right. they're going home and they're getting you know, raped. Uh, what's your problem? You right. know, why is that such a big deal to you? Wow. So, um, we Education, have to, it, bringing it out into yeah, the light. Yeah, and everything. everything from, from a young you know, age. That's why my book is To Tell the Truth because um, lies and darkness, I mean, it has to be exposed.
1: Absolutely. Well, because of all this, you get to be our ex victim of the week. Yay.
0: Congratulations! Because we do the ex
1: victim. <laughs> yes. You were a victim, I but love we, that. we know I that in that. Christ you are not a victim anymore. That's right. And that He's bringing healing and redemption. And so, God. we have our ex victim necklace, oh, which matches that. the tattoo on my arm, oh, because sweet. it's a little victim in a big X, which is the ichthyos for Christ. That's and perfect. that is for you Love as a that. symbol of that. And then of course our trademark chocolates Chocolate. I'll and I tissues. It's else. Yeah. It's all for me. Because <laughs> because these are the things that are a statement. What we do in sharing light and truth is emotional. Mm-hmm. And we also need
0: to Remember, use the fertilizer of, of your, your past, past to, to bloom, bloom today. today, just like you are. Thank you. <laughs> a free PDF copy of the Bloom in the Dark book and a full list of Bloom Today's coaching tools can be found on BloomTodayTV.com. Then visit Bloom Today's Facebook group for deeper conversations.